Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth podcast. This podcast is about sharing strategies and ideas to help business owners build, protect, and transition their businesses for the future while creating more balance in their life. Your host is Thomas J. Perrone, CLUCIC, and president of the New England Consulting Group of Guilford Incorporated, consulting business owners for over 50 years. Welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Hi, I'm Tom Perrone, and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about learning strategies to build your business, to create greater profit, but to create also an abundance of leisure time so you can enjoy what you're building. Today, we have a wonderful guest, and I would like to introduce to you Dana Breslowski, welcome to Building and Protecting Your Business Worth. Dana, thank you for giving us some time today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we've been talking the last couple of months. It seemed like forever, though, Dana, huh? to get to this point, doesn't it? Yes, yes, definitely. It's been it's been a few months of getting to know each other before we finally get to record and do it officially. Yeah, and this makes it uh, this makes it uh, a very nice um, situation because I feel like I know Dana much better than just someone j- popping by to talk to us. Um, Dana, uh, I yeah. want you to tell us about you and Alyssa and the business, and tell us how you got started uh, with the business. Um, uh, the business is called Alda Aesthetics Med Spa in it's Andover, Massachusetts, or Hanover, Massachusetts, right? Yes, Hanover, Massachusetts, down on the South Shore. Please tell us how you got started in this business. Yeah, so um, we got started back in 2016. And, um, you know, it was really this just unexpected gift that neither myself or Alyssa, I think, were were looking for. I feel like we were looking for something. We just didn't um, expect it to manifest itself into the successful business that it is today. But, um, you know, I had been working as an esthetician since 2005. And, um, you know, I've dabbled in, in quite a few areas areas of working in more of um, kind of a day spa and then transitioned my way into more of a teaching role that developed into um, kind of a more advanced um, aesthetic practitioner in a med spa. And then Alyssa had been working as a critical care ICU nurse at Boston Children's Hospital for 18 plus years. And she was also in the process of of transitioning to more of an aesthetic nurse and doing um, all of the the education and training that she needed to become an aesthetic nurse injector. So we, you know, we had never met and we were both, though, kind of transitioning from different roles into, you know, into something else. Um, and we we were connected by my sister-in-law who owns um, three very successful med spas up in the North Shore. And so at that time, I had been working um, part-time as an aesthetic instructor in the North Shore um, at the Katherine Hines Institute and also working for my sister-in-law at her med spa. Alyssa had done some training with with my sister-in-law, Michelle, um, 
to to advance her aesthetic nurse skills. And when I was moving down to the South Shore and kind of figuring out what I was going to be doing, Michelle made that Michelle Doran made that connection for us and introduced us and said, hey, um, you know, I think the two of you should meet. I think you have, um, you know, a lot of things in common. I think you have similar interests of where you want to go with your careers. So she she introduced the two of us and Alyssa and I connected and we met on a blind date at the South Shore Plaza. And, um, you know, and then the relationship really blossomed from there. Yeah. When you told me that, because you really didn't know her that well. And all, and all of a sudden this chemistry, that feel of chemistry worked. And here yeah. you are, what, seven years later? So, yeah, uh, it was six years this past March. So we're kind of six and a half years in right now. And I know you just moved into a new building, correct? A new Well, school. we're in the process. Um, we have not yet, but that is uh, that is in our near future. We are um, in the in the process of designing a, um, a brand new office. So we do have a, a future home of all the aesthetics, which we will hopefully be in by the end of this year. You know, it's interesting. Uh, one, you meet somebody, you feel the chemistry, it's working six years and a half years later. But also, you guys went through COVID, very new in the business, really. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you something. What were the challenges which created maybe some changes in your business through the COVID era? Anything in particular? Yeah. So, you know, COVID was definitely a very scary time to be, you know, a relatively new, um, you know, small business. And, you know, it, it was very, very hard and very discouraging to see, you know, businesses around us that were around a lot longer than we have, you know, have to close their doors. So, you know, we definitely felt felt that impact uh, quite, quite deeply. Um, but I have to say that, you know, the, the power of optimism and the power of positive thinking is, is very, very real. And, um, you know, we, we reached out to our, our resources um, and, you know, other like-minded professionals in this business to kind of, you know, tap into what they were doing to be able to get through the, the hard COVID times, especially when we were, you know, shut down and we weren't able to physically be in our office at all. And, you know, we're very hands-on. We have to, we have to touch people. We have to be face-to-face -face and, um, we weren't able to do that. So, you know, we, we relied a lot on social media, you know, social media was a huge outlet to still be able to maintain that personal connection with our patients. And I have to say that, you know, we feel truly blessed and so lucky to have the patient population that we have that really supported us through, through that challenging time and stayed connected. We were able to, you know, drop skincare products off in people's mailboxes and say hi from afar. Um, you know, patients even purchasing things in advance of packages that, you know, they purchased um, and just kind of banked and held on to until our doors reopened. Um, so, you know, it, it was not without the full support of our current patient population that really helped tremendously uh, get us get us through that hard time. 
You know, you um, we're going to talk about it a little later, but I want to talk about loyalty of customer, loyalty of business to the customer, because mm-hmm. it sounds like you've created a, almost a culture following to get you through this. And you did this very early. I'm going to hold that question because I want to come back to it later. Um, and also the other part is, in a way, you kind of re- you and Alyssa kind of reinvented yourself for um, you know, you were going one way, one path, and then you had to go to the other path. And, you know, that is really, um, that's a characteristic of a very good running business uh, that they were able to change gears immediately. Um, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of companies, like you said, didn't make it, they weren't prepared. So, um right. I commend you guys for that because that that is unbelievable. What do, what do you think, um, Dana? What are the key issues that you, as a businesswoman and a business owner, must stay up on? Because uh, I know you're you're more in that administrative and running the business yourself. Is there anything in particular you really have to stay ahead of? So that's, you know, that's a really great question. I feel like it is, you know, it's constantly trying to be a couple, a couple steps ahead of, um, you know, what's, what's just going on in our local communities, what's going on with, with the economy, um, what's, you know, what's trending on social media. I mean, social media now is, is a bigger influence than, than it's ever been, um, so, you know, so all of those, all of those things are really taken, you know, taken into consideration on a, on a daily basis and is really in the forefront of our minds. Um, you know, truth be told, Alyssa and I don't, you know, we didn't come into this with business experience. You know, I didn't study business management or anything in, in college. And, you know, Alyssa's focus is, is, you know, all of her skills and expertise are, are in the nursing world. So, you know, now in this role as, as business owners and administrators and, and leaders, it's, um, it's something that we have really learned as, as we go. Um, so, and I feel like we're always learning and we're learning from, from our peers. We're learning from our mentors. We're learning from the, the team of people that we're developing and all of these women that we have working with us come from, you know, wonderful backgrounds and have, you know, different types of experiences, whether they've just been clinical or, you know, some of these ladies have also had their own management um, experiences, which, you know, sometimes it's that situation where, you know, the teacher becomes the student and we're, we're learning from our colleagues. Um, So, you know, I will say it is, it is a challenge every day, but it's really the biggest challenge that keeps us motivated to, you know, always, always keep in mind that there's always more to learn. We can always be, we can always be better. And luckily we have the team of, um, you know, the wonderful women that we work with, but we also really do have such a great, uh, we've hitched our wagon on to, to the right people along the way. Uh, so critical. Uh, we've talked about this, you know, um, it, you, you go, you learn as you go, but you hope you learn fast because you don't want to learn by your mistakes. You want to learn by other mistakes. And that's why we have this podcast to talk about right. this, stuff, you know, uh, a yeah. forum kind of, you know, um, 
Dana, what being a business owner, what yeah. concerns you the most about being in business? Mm. So I think the biggest concern that I have uh, being in business is um, making sure that I can support my my staff and my team, right? So when we just started, it was Alyssa and I, and for the first you know year plus, it was just Alyssa and I. So you know it wasn't it wasn't so much the concern about being able to pay somebody else's you know have somebody else on the payroll. Um, so now you know we're a team of of eight women. And, you know, the biggest concern that I have is, is the, the company has to be successful because I have, you know, seven other people aside from myself that this is their, this is their career. This is how they're making a living. So the company has to succeed because I have all of these other people depending on it. Um, you know, that's very consistent with someone who has who cares and has a passion for their business and what they're doing. And I applaud you for that. So many employers don't think of that because you're right. You are a family and they're adding value to your company value, to you, to what you're doing, to your culture. So yeah. it's, it's great that you look at it that way because I think people working for you must really, really, really enjoy working there. And that's a big you know, people say, well, how do you get quintessential people to come in? Well, you know what? You're doing it by just showing them how you treat employees, you know, which mm -hmm. is great. What do you think are the things that make someone like you and Alyssa and others become successful where others really struggle all the time? Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, I think there's so many, there's so many pieces to, to, to success, right? Um, first of all, I think you have to truly believe in what you do. I feel like there has to be so much passion for what, what you have to offer and believe that there is value behind, you know, behind that. Um, so, you know, so that's, that's really a big, a big part of it. And then, you know, good, good people are hard to find. And, um, we have been very, very fortunate, um, that the team that we have, that we have currently has been exceptionally loyal to us. Um, and, you know, that's not just, that's not just luck, you know, Alyssa and I have, really worked very, very hard on being examples of, of, you know, what we want the culture of our business to, to look like, um, you know, the behaviors that we want to see, um, the feelings that we want our patients to feel when they come into the office. So, you know, that's, that, that comes very naturally to all of our providers, but, you know, it is, it is also work and it's also on our part as leaders, you know, coaching when we feel like there's missed opportunities and being able to have sometimes those difficult conversations of, you know, constructive criticism to bring back to our, to bring back to our employees. So, um, you know, there really is, is so, so much that goes into 
the day-to-day success that, you know, that will, that is, has that great cumulative effect to see then year over year, you know, growth and success of what started as just a a small little company. From our conversation, uh, I can tell almost by a natural ability, you and Alyssa are thinking in terms of what we call value drivers in the business. So those, those are the elements that drive a business value. You're doing it naturally. And I like the idea that you mentor and coach and educate your employees because you're cre- that's how you create that culture. And, and that culture is the thing that attracts other people with the same values that you and Alyssa have. And it becomes easy. I just did a video on it and I'm going to send it to you. It'll, it'll be getting, it'll be posted. It, and the, the video is how do you find the quintessential employee? Mm-hmm. And then what do you do with them? And how do you keep them? Which is right. going to be my next question. <laughs> my next question mm-hmm. is you've got, you told me about two particular people that I'm sure there's more than that, but one we were talking and you mentioned two people that have been really good and they've been with you a while. How are you? Uh, what are you doing to keep them long term at this point of the game, Dana? Well, we, you know, we like to we we believe that we really we take very very good care of of our people. Um, not only creating you know a beautiful welcoming environment for them to come into work every day, but that they also stay excited they stay curious they stay motivated to want to come to work every every day um so you know we have we have great opportunities for the for the employees you know to earn very competitive salaries right so at the end of the day um you know everybody's working to to make money luckily we're all in a in a business where we enjoy what we're doing and some days it really doesn't feel like work because we like it so much but you know we feel like we are very competitive with how we compensate our our employees um there's also great um incentives every month for our our providers to be able to earn bonuses um, and really be recognized for going above and beyond. Um, you know, we don't want anybody ever to feel that they are just an individual nine to five contributor and they come in, they punch in, they do their work and they leave. It's, it's really so much more than that. And I think anybody, if you asked anybody on the spot, um, you know, that, that works here, I think that they would, they would agree on, um, on, you know, that feeling about, about the company. Um, but, you know, also small businesses like ours don't always have, um, you know, health insurance or paid time off or, you know, all, all of these other things that, we have felt bring so much value to the company and and our incentives for for patients to think about long-term employment that a lot of other companies similar to ours um you know don't don't offer those type of things and we didn't always do that but we saw we saw the value in it and we put ourselves in in the shoes of of the employees and you know what what would we want for ourselves and 
I, I, you know, I think that that's just a big part of it is what we want for ourselves and our job security and thinking about growth and, you know, all of that long term to be able to, to have the fulfillment for ourselves and being compensated and recognized for what we do, but then also have it be a place where you can see yourself grow long term, um, you know, not just as a job, but as a, as a career. So there really are so many, so many details that um, have have created a, a very desirable, um, you know, place of employment. Um, your uh, what you just said was great, but what I what I read from that is you and your employees are walking the same path and in the same direction, and I think that's fantastic. Yes. Uh, if you were in my shoes in 53 years, I don't always find companies where the employee-ers feel the same way about their employees. So it's nice to hear that. Yeah. Dana, we had a really nice conversation. And I asked you a question about uh, what do you get out of being such a successful businesswoman? And what is the thing that made you happy? Do you want to share that answer with me? Because I just thought it was fantastic as a family man. I thought it was great. Do you want to share that or? Sure, I can. I can definitely share that. Please do. Um, well, you know, I think um, I think I definitely made made reference to. Um, you know, my, my role as, as a business owner, but then the direct correlation of, you know, the other side of, of who I am as a, as a wife and as a mother, and I have a 13 year old daughter. So, you know, I, I think every, every day about the role model that I want to be for my daughter and, you know, getting up and, going to work every day and, you know, having a purpose and having goals and being motivated. Um, you know, that's, that's really something I, I, I value. And, um, you know, I saw it with, with my own parents growing up, um, you know, they, they both had a very strong work ethic. So I think it's something that I've always carried with me and, you know, just thinking about the, the future, generations and the future leaders of, of, you know, of, of the world, um, you know, my daughter's going to be a part of that. So even though there are days where I have the mom guilt, right. And um, I feel, I feel guilty about being gone all day and long hours. And I try to really manage that as best that I can. But, um, you know, my, my daughter is certainly the, the biggest driving motivation for me to, you know, when the going gets tough to just keep going um, and and don't give up and and believe that um, that you can when you put your mind to anything, um, you know, the sky's the limit of what you can accomplish. And I, I see her every day just growing into this lovely, independent, curious, you know, young lady. And um, I'm I'm very proud of her. Well, you should be, and um, because I think kids, children, kids or goats, I guess I used to hear, children um, don't hear you, but they, they do watch you, you know what I'm saying? So they, they get it both sides, but if they watch you doing what you're talking about, and I, that resonated with me big time because of my family situation with my kids, but uh, I thought it was a great message for a, a, every business person, businesswoman, um, you know, again, we're creating work ethics 
uh, for our younger generation, which in many cases have been lost, as far as I see out there. But um, let's move on about the company because uh, we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. We got about four or five minutes left, but I want to talk about a couple things. What um, what makes the service and the products that you provide really good, Dana? Mm. Well, um, we we are always looking um, to stay to stay ahead of the trend, right? So we want to make sure that the services that we're providing are what is is in demand, right? What is in demand for our patient population? So you know the 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 trends and things that are on social media right now are definitely you know in an influence. Social media is such a huge influence, and that's definitely a part of um, you know what keeps us up to date on that. But it's also very much you know where we are you know geographically and who is our who is our patient population. So we pay very close attention to what people are calling for, what are they coming in to, to consult about? Because we want to make sure that for the patients that are that are walking in our door, that we have, you know, we have the solution to what they're to what they're coming in for. Um, so we definitely pay close, close attention to just really what is what is the demand. And and Dana, who is a good candidate? for your business, for your services? Mm -hmm. um, anybody, really. Um, you know, our our business is so much more than just, you know, doing a facial or injecting Botox. You know, it's, it's really so much more than that. It's about... It's about that personal experience of, you know, having somebody walk in with um, with a concern. Um, and usually that concern is because they don't like something about the way that they look. Um, so for us, it's so much more than just selling them a skincare product or selling them, you know, a VIP membership. It's being able to provide a resource that's going to build this person's confidence. And so we can change the way that they feel about what they see when they look, when they look in the mirror. You know, that was going to be a question, but I can see the value that you give is not the physical value, but it's the emotional value. It's all the emotional value. It's it's all about, you know, giving these patients what they what they want from, you know, from the from the emotion that's tied to the services. So last question, and you'll be off the hot seat, Dana. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so why is your firm, the, the go-to firm for this service? Because we, we care the most. I, I say that all the time is, you know, and, and, uh, you know, there, there are so many fabulous companies that surround us. Right. And I think we are all in very healthy competition with each other, but I can, you know, selfishly say that, you know, we just, we do it the best. We care the most. You'll never find providers who care as much as we do. Um, and that goes that goes for all of us. That's not just for Alyssa and I. That goes for every single person that works in this office is the compassion and, you know, 
the sympathy, the empathy that we that we give to our patients when they walk in the door. You know, we we listen, we care, we create these beautiful plans for for the patients to be able to, you know, map everything out of what they want to achieve either in a short term or a long term. And it's it's just this beautiful collaboration and partnership that happens when patients come in that I think is just so unique to all the aesthetics. Uh, it's nicely said. And, you know, I could tell uh, when we I first met you how much you cared about your the, your business, your partner, your employees, and, of course, your clients. So that didn't surprise me, but I wanted you to tell the audience. Um, Dana, I'm going to make sure I have all the contact information in the summary notes so people will be able to reach out to your website, check out all the specials that you have going on. Uh, whatever they want to know about uh, and learn about each of the people. But is there anything you'd like to leave us with before we hang up here? Yes, um, I think for all of, you know, those people listening, thank you very much. Um, but, you know, keep in mind that it's never it's never too late um, and you should never feel guilty about wanting to invest in yourself. Um, self-care and self-love is something that women often feel very guilty about because by nature we're, we're givers. Um, but you know, we can really truly be our best selves when we're taking care of ourselves. And if that means coming in to have a facial or get Botox or, you know, get your lips done just because you want to, there's no reason to validate it beyond the fact that you just want to because it's going to make you feel good. Well, that's a wonderful message. And um, uh, Dana, I want to thank you so much for giving us time. We learned an awful lot about your firm, you, uh, and everything that goes, uh, goes through that. So Dana, thank you again. Thank you so much, Tom, for having me. This was really a fun experience. Oh, great. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us, please email me at tperone, that's P-E-R-R-O-N-E, at N-E-C-G-G-I-N-C dot com. And if you are a business owner, or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show, certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, Unlocking Your Business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necgginc.com. And on the subject line, type DNA. Include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one-minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.